0: Welcome to day 201 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight with you from my readings, which can be found in Hosea chapter 8 through 14, with a focus on chapter 11, verses 8 to 11. How can I give you up, Israel? How can I let you go? How can I destroy you like Admeth or demolish you like Zeboam? My heart is torn within me, and my compassion overflows no i will not unleash my fierce anger i will not completely destroy israel for i am god and not a mere mortal i am the holy one living among you and i will not come to destroy for someday the people will follow me i the lord will roar like a lion and when i roar my people will return trembling from the west like a flock of birds they will come from egypt trembling like doves they will return from assyria I will bring them home again, says the Lord. Hosea has been an interesting book, one with a lot of judgment, one with a lot of pronounced judgment on Israel for their idolatry and quite horrific and brutal idolatry. And yesterday we alluded to the fact that this book also talks about redemption. This book also talks about forgiveness. And what we see here is God essentially reminding his people while their actions will have a consequence there will still be redemption and forgiveness and not for any other reason than that God is God he even says that I am the most high one, I'm not a mere mortal reminding us that while we in our human flesh have expectations on how we would react to certain things, betrayal uh, broken trust deceit God while angered by it does not hold on to that forever. While he might let us face the consequences of our actions, he's also there to bring us back into the fold. He's there to wrap his arms around us, to love us, to help us find that peace and that forgiveness in a powerful way. So from that, we should respond. In my opinion, the only way that one can really respond from radical forgiveness and that's with adoration and love. And some people will say, "Oh, but God was the one who sent them into exile in the first place." Yeah, you're right. He let them feel the ramifications of their idolatry. And then he took them back. And then he brought them back in. And the fact of the matter is is God is most high in his holiness his holiness sometimes we forget that he can't live close to sin that's why Christ had to come because he's a holy God and some people think about God in the terms of mere mortals and how we faction and we live in a world where good and evil are intermingled and we've come to believe that one can't exist without the other and that's that's heresy that's an absolute false statement see C.S. Lewis once stated, if you were to have a cabbage, a perfectly good, healthy cabbage, it can exist outside of a rotten one. But the rotten one can't exist without the good one. And that might seem like a a silly analogy, but the fact of the matter is, good can exist without wickedness. In fact, good in its purest form cannot stand in the presence of wickedness. And yet God being great and holy and not a mere mortal found a way through christ to reconcile to forgive to redeem to wipe away so all that's left is good through the simple act of profession of need of salvation and asking for forgiveness and then christ comes and through the power of the holy spirit he refines and he takes what was dead and broken and vile and he breathes life into it and he heals and he restores and brings us home and reading Hosea I am thought it's the same God in the Old Testament as in the new he was constantly looking for ways to fix what we broke praise the Lord for that may you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit join us tomorrow for another highlight and until then be blessed